0: Well, everyone, welcome back. The Oscars just aired. Now we're going to revisit Greg's picks and see how good he did. Greg, thanks for sticking around for this. Tyler, appreciate you showing up too. Thanks. And all you listeners, shut the fuck up, Tyler. I love it when (laughs) everyone looks at my picks. (laughs) (laughs) And who wants bananas? Greg, Ryan, that's me. We've returned.
1: It's a special episode, everybody. Is it, though? It's a special one. Wow, I don't think it's special. so. It's a midweek release. It's not, though. Well, it's a mid...
0: I mean, it's going to be the same release. Yep,
1: same release. It's a mid...
0: No, we lied to you. That's nope. not actually what's happening. You're nope.
1: making it the regular thing
0: now? We yeah. sure are.
1: No one told me this.
0: Well, you never asked. You Is there a the sure. mail chain I missed? <laughs> you just kind of assumed. Yeah,
1: just... uh, yeah, based on everything that you said last time. Well,
0: you can't trust we us. We say a lot of things. I,
1: yeah, I don't believe anything you said.
0: Smart. That's Do You even thing. like me? Well, well mm. Oscars! <laughs> we, we, we covered the Oscars. Speaking of things we don't like, yeah. the Oscars. We, we covered the Oscars last week, went through your, uh, your ballot. I, I was going to say ballot. Sure Damn did. It. Uh, your, well, that's what they're called. Um, <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. What a great word you picked. Man, I'm so good at this uh, whole <laughs> wording thing. Uh, we went over yours, and how how did you do?
1: Great. Great.
0: Oh, what, what num- numbers <laughs> specifically. Oh, so how many were right?
1: Uh, in, in the group of us, because I was—I was, I was no, committed- no, no, You
0: specifically. I'm
1: uh, uh, there. All right, let's lay the it- foundation for the story. In the group of people, so there's there were three groups of people that I was communicating with at once that were all watching it in separate locations. So wow, we were take updating this really each seriously. other. With, well, it's it's. I'm very. I have a. I I if I had less common sense, I would have a terrible gambling problem. So these are just the kind of ways that I satiate that. I mean, there's no money involved. It's just more pride. Um, it's not gambling. But I won. I got the best out of everybody. I went eighteen that's, and six. Oh, there we go. So I say that's So there there twenty four awards, I went eighteen and six. All right. Started so off weak. Started off one and two, yep. but rebounded nicely.
0: Now, from just to make sure I'm going, I wanna go I ideally I want to go through this the same way they did at the, you the won't. O Squires. That's not that's not weird. the order. It's a weird order. Yeah, this seems like the order everyone wants to see it end. in. The first, <laughs> the the first award of be. the night is
1: Best um, Supporting Actor, and then they do a few technical ones, and then they go and do another major one. So we can just go down the column.
0: They should All be better at yeah, I'll Yeah, I'll just go. I love how, so I have two different lists from two entirely different websites pulled Are up. Are they the and, same, though? And they're in the same order. Well, one's just the blank ballot and everything that was nominated, and the other one is just which, who won. And they're both in the same order. That doesn't make sense. I mean, it's pretty solid. It works out for me, but it's just great that the Oscars are just airing it the way people don't want to see it. Well, the ballots always, the
1: one that they release for you to follow along is pretty much the order that it was sent out with to the people, I believe. Was it? But they present them in a way so that they don't get all the big awards at the end and all the small ones at the beginning because nobody would watch at the beginning.
0: So they He's got to, a point. I mean, so, I didn't watch it at all. So they have so. to. Inter- it was
1: so boring. <laughs> so it's
0: working. It was so yeah, boring. Of course. <laughs> the Oscars were so boring. Yeah. So
1: first impressions. Before we even get to the stuff.
0: Yes. First for impressions. For all the people in this room that watched the Oscars.
1: To to steal a joke, it was weird that Parasite won without having a host.
0: Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <coughs> would you steal that joke from? <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Give it back. Uh, who, who, was it just was this the thing that Kevin
1: Hart was supposed to host? No, that was last year. So last year, Kevin Hart was supposed to host, and they couldn't find a replacement. They decided to go without one, and so this year they decided to continue without one.
0: Seems like a mistake, really. Why would they do that?
1: I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're afraid Because they don't want to go
0: back and say, we were wrong.
1: Of having an issue with someone too divisive or someone saying something wrong, or maybe it's just a tumultuous year. They liked how it went last year, but it just made it very bland. It didn't have a lot of personality. Um... The musical acts were good with the exception of the weird Eminem one.
0: Yeah, they're making a goddamn sense. It I was not very surprised to hear about that. Chrissy
1: Metz, fra- the the girl from This Is Us, did a phenomenal performance. Billie Eilish's performance, actually, during the In Memoriam was really good. But then the lead-up to the Eminem song was them doing sort of a, a recap or, or a video of, of various artists through the years, and they were showing Eminem a lot. And I was like, well, this is weird.
0: Wasn't it like a credit to 8 Mile? That, yeah, because Lose Yourself won... Uh, or lose yourself. Well, did lose yourself win the Oscar? I think for best song. Yeah, and he wasn't there. But like, I'm like, they're showing Eminem a lot, and then
1: someone was like, someone next to me was like. Oh God, Eminem's going to perform. It's a name like Oh my gosh, Eminem's going to perform. Then he comes out of the stage, and I was like, Oh God, what is happening? Everybody in the audience looks very all the sorry, all the white people in the audience looked very uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> Which is, I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing that Eminem can still make white people uncomfortable these days. Although it's a very different kind of uncomfortable because they days. didn't know what to do. They didn't it's know how true.
1: to dance. They're just people like. Well, then they cut to Martin Scorsese, who was sleeping halfway through it. He was just like,
0: <laughs> "Do we know he wasn't dead? No, He's <laughs> no, he still looked, not he confirmed.
1: Looked it very much so, but uh, overall, it was three hours and wasn't very exciting. And it was very Sound predictable. Like the Oscars. It was very predictable. It was very predictable, at least from from my perspective. But there were no surprises. There were minus
0: those six, four.
1: Well, those are, I have good reason for. But anyway,
0: overall, boring,
1: not super entertaining. I think it lost a lot of personality. It went from like, even 10 years ago, there were 41 million people watching the Oscars, and this year was 22. I mean, the numbers are dropping way down.
0: Who That's because do people are dying. Who, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 20 million people have died, and those are the people that were watching the Oscars. Yeah, have yeah probably. Replaced.
1: Well, because for you, it was always the Super Bowl was the most watched thing in America, and right after it was the Oscars, and now it's no longer the case.
0: Who do you think should have hosted? Chris Rock. Uh, wow. You had that one holstered? Yep. Why? Were you in a betting pool for that? <laughs> well, because
1: he's done it before. I believe okay. he's done it before. And he did a great job with it. He hasn't been around for a while. and
0: He's still alive.
1: He sure is. There's a new movie coming out. But I think it would have been a great
0: choice. All right. Fair enough. I've got no objections. Yeah, him and um, somebody else. I could solve that. Dilemma with a quick Google, but I'm not going to. I also cool. would have
1: loved if like Trevor Noah had hosted it.
0: I don't know who that is. Uh, I, I love Trevor Noah, but, but I someone don't know.
1: simple like if they were worried about the Kevin Hart thing again and someone causing controversy, Trevor Noah seems like someone who would make the political digs, but not be overly like Ricky Gervais style, you know, and and be middle of the road. He's a minority. He's you know, an immigrant. Charming dude. Charming dude would have been pretty. What is when. More exciting, but not as exciting as someone like Chris Rock or Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy would have been nice.
0: Ooh, Eddie Murphy would have been Eddie good. Murphy would have been pretty cool. Trevor <laughs> Noah is the guy who took over for the Daily Show some couple years ago. That doesn't help. Anyways, no, not a <laughs> <enough>. um, lot. <clears throat> so we'll we'll dive dive into the whole the whole shenanigans and kind of do a recap of the the nominees and the winners. More importantly, mm. of the the various categories. So for best picture. Go. No, well, <laughs> obviously Greg knows who won it, so that's it wasn't true. For Ford versus Ferrari. Who did you say it was going to be? You said it was going to be 1917. No,
1: you? I said it was going to be Parasite. You did say it was going to be yeah, Parasite. Yeah, so I, my, my head said 1917. My heart said Jojo Rabbit. It should have gone to Tarantino just because it's Tarantino, and who knows how many options he'll get, but it's going to go to Parasite, strictly for political reasons. All right. I don't think it should have won, but it won. And so I, I, not that it wasn't worthy but the Oscars politicize the best picture. Viewership is down. Hollywood has an image problem with the Oscars, with the Oscars too white thing. There aren't enough women. There aren't enough minorities represented over the years. And I, this year, same issue, but instead of trying to fix it by saying, hey, we're going to nominate more minorities and nominate more more women, they the, the thought process with this was, well, let's just give the potential you know, the historic moment to a, a South Korean film that could potentially win international film and Best Picture. That'll show us, that'll show everyone just how much we love diversity and how much we love other cultures and blah, 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 blah. And sure enough, within what 24 hours after Parasite winning, it was all over the internet. Is this a change for the Oscars? Are they turning a page? Are they showing more diversity? It's like, no, fuckers. Like, they want you. They, you eating up exactly what they want you to do. They wanted you to forgive them for all the shit that they've done in the past and all the people that they've screwed over and all the people that they've misrepresented, and you're eating it up. Like, they, they threw you Parasite and they're eating it up. And so that's exactly why I did it. And and not again, not saying that it wasn't worthy, but let's just say every single movie in that list was exactly even in terms of their ability to win the award. I think... When it comes down to, you know, looking at it, I think 1917 was the picture that kind of stood out from that. But it seemed more of a political thing.
0: Fair enough. I mean, all said and done, it was a fantastic movie, though, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, no, it was spectacular. It's just, like, I, I just, it, it, it kind of sucks that, like, I would love to think that the movie won be, uh, just on its own merits. But part of me just has this thing in the back of my head that just... I can't get out just thinking that the politics are involved in some way. And I think it's fantastic. And I think Bong joon Ho was with some of the best memes afterwards. Was you just
0: know, staring lovingly at his Oscar. <laughs> staring strategy. lovingly at his Oscar. Yeah. And the yeah. one
1: where he's on the red carpet afterwards and he's making the, the yeah, statues making kiss. kiss. <laughs> like he's like, it's the best. And his translator, too. She's now become kind of a mini celebrity, too, because she's been on this whole award circuit with him and having to translate for everybody. So,
0: I mean, that's pretty cool.
1: No. Apparently, she's a film student uh, in Seoul that's been following him around, and she's working on her first feature-length film. Don't oh, tell me how her. I know. I just know. It's weird.
0: It is weird. I just a know so bit. much stuff. Yeah. It's a little strange. I mean, Susan I Choi is her name. Okay. Yep. You, wow. Okay. I, I believe Do you- Do you know her you blood type, too? I assume you're lying.
1: No, but she's cute, though.
0: Yep. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't- I'm starting not to believe anything you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you it's all kind of, you know- now, if, a little suspect, but for for Best Picture, is there anything that should have been nominated that wasn't that you can think of, or do you think the the field was pretty well represented with the movies that are there?
1: Um, Little Women was on that list, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think it's fine. You no, think, I think I think the nominees were fine. I think Ford v Ferrari
0: was worth. I don't want to talk about other... it. I think it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I did well, not gr- like
1: I did not like the movie, and I think in terms of capturing an American period, the way that it was done and acted, I think it was good. You know it was shot very well and it, and it won what I think it deserved. Um, did it win anything? It did. It won oh.
0: uh, <laughs> It won nothing. It was one of the ones that I was
1: wrong on. yeah, it won it won something. it won. Yeah with we'll film about editing. It. But yeah, I think I think out of all those pictures, there's actually good a good uh, selection of best picture nominees.
0: All right. So nothing. Fair enough. Nothing you don't think should have been been cut from the nomination list? From that for best picture? Aside from Ford versus Ferrari, no. <laughs> oh <I> really <laughs> liked that movie, huh? <laughs> all right. <coughs> nice. And then directing. So Parasite won that one.
1: Yeah, I was wrong.
0: Who did you think was gonna win?
1: I thought it was gonna be Sam Mendez. I figured they would throw Whoa. him I, I wow. figured they would throw him the bone by that he wasn't going to get Best Picture, so they'd give him Best Director, especially for you the wrong one. You were wrong on cut. that. I sure was. They gave him both Well, I, I, I figured I I got all the Parasite ones right, the exception of Director, because I thought that they would split and politicize it again, because I have my reservations about Hollywood, um, and give it to Sam Mendes, because it was an incredible accomplishment. So,
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but last time you were saying that, lately, more often than not, Best Picture does not also win Best Director. It's, it's been about
1: 50-50 over the last 10 years, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, so they did it this time. Yep,
1: they they aligned this time. Um, this list I have a problem with because I think there were some phenomenal female directors that needed to be on this list, Greta Gerwig for Little Women.
0: Um, it seems strange that for Best Picture, they don't like, <clears throat> so everything, yeah, everything nominated for Best Director was nominated for Best Picture, but given there's only five... Except
1: for Little Women and Marriage Story.
0: Well, right, that's what I mean. Well, so everything for director... And Jojo was, Rabbit. But ...was yeah, nominated. But that's but what I mean. That, that, yeah, that was my argument. If it's going up for Best Picture, you feel like the director should be in that there That was as my well. argument for
1: last week, that if they're going to expand the Best Picture nominations list up to 10 people or 10 pictures, they should expand the director's list up to 10 people.
0: I mean, what but, if you have 10 different directors working on it? Each one of them could potentially win. I mean...
1: Right. It just, it just just I just think <laughs> that if you're up for Best Picture, you should be considered best for director. best director
0: see at that point it though, goes hand in hand do doesn't do you th- it? do you think that if they did expand best director out to nine things it's just gonna be the same nominees for best picture it's weird that like if best Picture.
1: no i would love to see a year where maybe <sighs> something's not nominated for best picture but they're nominated for best director you know something like that, but How opening would that the... actually yeah. happen though. Open... I
0: feel like it would have to be a best picture. Oh sure, thing. I'm
1: sure it's rare, but I'm sure you know if it if it's a really tight year and you have all these phenomenal, you know, pictures and you know let's let's just say that you know you have eight best picture nominees, but then you open it up to nine directors and throw someone in who may not have gotten the votes for picture. I doubt it would happen, but it would be interesting to see you know what would happen. But I would at least want those especially women and and people of color who direct to have a shot. Like, I would have loved to see Manoa Baumbach on there, but I would have loved to see Greta Gerwig on there. I would have loved to see, um, uh, there were two other women, and I just forgot their names. Uh, But in years past, like Ava DuVernay for Selma got snubbed, um, you know, a lot of those. So I think, you know, director was very, very white, with the exception of Bong Joon-ho.
0: Do you think Mar- so? Do you think The Irishman was worthy of getting a Best Director or not? or do you think Scorsese's just—they're just putting him in there because he's Scorsese? I think,
1: as a world builder, Martin Scorsese is fantastic. I—the person on this list I have a problem with is Todd Phillips. I just don't know if Joker should have gone in for Best Director. That's one that I think could have gotten Best Picture, but not Best Director.
0: It wasn't even nominated for Best Picture, was it? It was. Yep. Every, oh, yeah, it was. Everything up for Best Director was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, there's...
1: and this is, again, this is my bias against Joker, but, I mean, everything about that movie has been about Joaquin, and I can tell you Todd Phillips probably didn't do a whole lot with Joaquin. He just unleashed the beast and said,
0: go at it, buddy. Which, thanks for that that segue, right into act, uh, the best leading actor being Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> wow. All right. Tell me how you feel was there, fuck, Greg. It was, fuck,
1: it was predictable. I mean, who, who didn't think he was going to win? Should have been Adam Driver, but you, it was You uh, didn't walking. think he was going to win. No, I picked him.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. I picked him, I
1: picked him, but I didn't want him to.
0: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, I wanted Adam Driver to win. Do you think it was it was worth, uh, I think it was worthy of an Oscar-winning performance? Yes. I mean, he was fantastic. I do. So is it that it was just too predictable because he was good? And You think it was the easy choice? <clears throat> the safe choice, if you will? I
1: think... I don't know. Because so I, I look at his competition, and I, I I think the weak point on this for me is Leo DiCaprio, actually, and Once Upon a Time. He'd be at the bottom of my list. Just above him would be Antonio Manderas. Just above him would be Jonathan Price in The Two Popes, because I watched that again today, and that's, he's just brilliant as Francis. And then, I think at the top, I would... It's tough cuz if I if I look at cuz I didn't like Joker as a movie but if I look at the the acting in a vacuum
0: between, Joaquin's performance right
1: it was worthy of a nomination but I and 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 probably worthy of a win but at the same time I just my my disdain for the movie itself kind of clouds that so I would say for what he put himself through and what he did to win I think was really impressive. So you think his was... speech was total garbage. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And every time he gets up on stage, <laughs> I cringe because I'm like, oh God, what kind of nonsense is going to come out of his fucking mouth now?
0: I thought he had sure enough. a good speech and it referenced like his brother and stuff like that. That's what I heard. I he did Yeah, he had that.
1: a really nice shout out to his brother at the end. He referenced something Rivers said, a quote that he said, but there was like, it had a great beginning and a great end. And in the middle, he just did this like MC Escher style, random roundabout sort of <laughs> thing that I was, it was just very Joaquin.
0: So uh, you you can respect the choice, but you wanted Adam Driver to win. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Fair, fair enough. Right. That's I, fair.
1: I can say that out of everybody that won, I I can't say that the the winner didn't deserve it. Maybe with one exception, but we'll get to that.
0: So, your your favorite that you've you've touched on uh, a smidge, kind of at least topic wise, leading actress, which I believe you you said this, you had zero doubt in your mind that Renee Zellweger was going to win. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I Judy Garland, and she did, she did, she crushed it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, she looked she looked awful on stage, and I just, I, 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 <laughs>
0: wow, I, okay. <laughs> I attribute that to the
1: fact that Renee Zellweger, just like many Hollywood women, grow up in this this er, this era of you need to look pretty all the time, and you're not allowed to age. And the poor thing was stuck in this sort of Botox era where she just cannot move her face, and it's amazing that they got her that expressive in the movie, you know. <laughs> Um, I mean, Julie Garland did have work done eventually and so it kind of fit, but like her acceptance speech, she was just like, I just want to thank the Academy and you know, her Mm everything, nothing was moving with the exception of her, her mouth. And it was just very unsettling. Um, yeah, I think by far it was the best performance. Um, I think Hollywood in giving it to her was just trying to take a mea culpa on the fact that Judy Garland got screwed out of so many, you know, Oscar chances, especially with like a star is born. Because uh, Hollywood, I mean Hollywood, wrecked Julie Gar- Judy Garland. She was like kind of like the first casualty of Hollywood. I think as I said last week, where you know she was in The Wizard of Oz. She was abused. She was given diet pills and all this crap. Tried to kill herself in 1950. Came back in 54. Did A Star Is Born. You know had this rise. But I, so the movie was a nice you know tribute to her. Um, and winning as Judy was great. Still wish Judy had won more. But um, but yeah, that was a no doubter.
0: So that one whole no thing, nominations were good, winner yep. was good. Yep. Hey, look at that. No no problems. No, I mean, the, the I will say the one movie
1: that I would have loved to see some nominations for was Queen and Slim.
0: Oh, shit, that? yeah.
1: That was the one thing, that was the one real big snub. You're talking about a, a, a black cast talking about a, a prevalent, important black issue and about the black image in America, and it got nothing. And it was really good.
0: I've heard really good. Yeah, I didn't it's even really realize that wasn't even on here.
1: And I can't remember the, her name, the actress. Um, but I would have loved to see her nominated. And I would have loved to seen um, uh, what's his name.
0: I don't remember his name from
1: um, Get Out and um, Black it Panther, it? and
0: Who's Black Panther.
1: He played the the guy with the blue cape. Oh the guy, the guy yeah, guy yeah, 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 talked about that. I can't remember what his name is. Um, but he would have to see a nomination, or uh, I think huh. I think a woman directed it too, so that would have. The so whole I think,
0: movie would have been good. Yeah, Queen and Slim somewhere in
1: here would have been would have been something to see. But you know, I have I have really no problems with this list.
0: Actor, uh, best supporting actor.
1: Yep. Again, not a, not a real doubt. Brad Pitt, his first Oscar needed it. Was, did he
0: did he deserve it for this role? Yeah, absolutely. Anyone else there? You think. The only person I would
1: have given a, a given a nod to would have been I don't know Tom Hanks or Anthony Hopkins. Tom Hanks Mister Rogers was incredible, and, and and Anthony Hopkins wasn't in the Two Popes a ton because it was about mostly Francis, but playing Benedict um, was really good. But you know, I think ultimately the way it shook out was right.
0: Joe Pesci and Al Pacino, yeah,
1: yeah, were great. I think I think I think again they were they were good in The Irishman. I think again th- they're clout is what got them these nominations
0: that's because i'm thinking joe that
1: Pe- joe pesci comes out of retirement to act in the irishman gets an oscar nomination and
0: i mean they're pretty renowned so. actors so when's the, what's the last thing pesci did beyond this no no just one at a time please it <laughs> has been a while
1: well it's been a while maybe casino Way back something in the nineties. I don't think he's done anything for a while.
0: Uh well, my he, cousin Vinny? He was he was on uh he did Love Ranch. Never even heard of that one. Yep, that's correct. <laughs> um he did The Good Shepherd <clears> he <throat> was a cameo in Good The Good Shepherd. Uh then in nineteen ninety eight he was in Lethal Weapon Four. Oh there you go. Oh, okay. that's right. He was in all of those. Uh yep. Yeah, <clears throat> man, he really hasn't done much in a long time. Holy hell. Well, he retired. Well, until someone dangles a um, bunch of money g- in front <laughs> of him. A good chunk of money. Well, says, hey, him. your face would look great on this. He makes music. What? That seems like a mistake. His third album and first in 21 years. Pesci's what? still singing. Oh, God, he's singing? Nice. What? Why is Joe Pesci singing? I don't like hearing him talk. I'll be listening to that <laughs> on the way home. Oh, no. He has a, It's a jazz album. You Unper- like jazz? Well, actually, I could see him doing jazz. I don't want to. Oh no! I don't want to watch him. Yeah, it doesn't do sound jazz. It doesn't sound great. Uh, I don't even know if I want to listen to him do jazz. I don't even want to acknowledge that he does jazz. Well, that's too bad. We already did. Yeah, damn. M- it. Multiple times. <clears throat> Actress in a supporting role. Yep. Again, hands down, Laura Dern knew it. Is Called it. Kathy Bates the only nomination for Richard Jewell there. Did that movie even get a nomination anywhere else?
1: No, I would have liked to have seen an acting nomination for the guy who played Richard Jewell. Um, but yeah, this is the only, that's the only nomination. But Laura Dern was hands down the best. Scarlett Johansson, that role was written for her to get a nomination. She was just in it enough to get a nomination. She was good, but um, Florence Pugh, Margot Robbie, yeah, no, Laura Dern was hands down the best in that field.
0: So in Richard Jewell, the guy who played Richard Jewell, I only know him from one other role. That's from Super Troopers 2, where he plays the Canadian Farva. Yep. That is it.
1: <laughs> yep. That's pretty much all he's done before this.
0: huh. Did he do a good job in both? I, he sure did. did. He crushed it as Canadian Farva. Yep. All right. Crushed it as Richard Jewell. That's the the story about a guy stopping a bombing, but then maybe getting blamed for the bombing? Yes. Happens to the best of us, really. Who hasn't gone through that? <laughs> I mean... Tale as old as time. Then <laughs> <laughs> for best adapted screenplay. Yep. Well, got this one right too. J- Taika Waititi, JoJo Rabbit. It's a pretty solid screenplay. I know we talked yep. a good amount sure about it. Sure as
1: hell is, and everybody was so excited for him. Scarlett Johansson and him are really close, and she was sitting right in front of him. She was so excited for him, and he's just such an awkward person. Mm-hmm. He was very awkward on stage. But his he's an I amazing would be writer. On stage. Yep, he he
0: He seems pretty delightful, mostly, and I know he was complaining about the MacBook keyboards, yep after the uh, was it was it in his speech or was it like at the like the no, it show. was afterwards yeah, it was oh, afterwards. Show. What was he complaining about? Oh, they're really hard to write on because the keyboards suck fair enough. I mean
1: yeah, why but was, he, um I
0: don't even understand why why did that even come up? Is he's now wrote? Oscar winner. Oh, takeaway
1: TD doing Thor, <laughs> Love and Thunder.
0: The name of the movie is gonna be Love and Thunder. Yeah, it's been oh, Love and Thunder yeah, for like a year. For a um, I'm a little upset they haven't called it Thunder Loving. Well, that's why can. you're
1: not working for Disney.
0: That's the only reason. <laughs> they keep <laughs> telling me that. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: I thought I thought out of everybody, he, it was by far the best, and he deserved it. And I mean, the two popes was a really really nice script, but JoJo was just just
0: really well crafted, just absurd and great. Fair enough.
1: Your boy Ryan didn't win the next one.
0: What, what, when did I make a vote? Original screenplay. Oh.
1: That Ryan <laughs> for Knives Out.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. That makes sense. I, I was mean, like, wait a minute, <laughs> what? <laughs> My defense is the only one I had seen. So original,
1: <laughs> original screenplay went to Parasite. Mm-hmm. And again, that's one that I, th- I knew it was going to win, but wanted it to be Tarantino or Noah Baumbach. Or Brian Johnson. Or Sam Mendes.
0: Um, <laughs> anybody. Really, almost, anybody besides them. Honestly,
1: this is a really great category. This is a really strong category this year. Um, one, I mean, these were, all, these were five really well-written movies, but I would have loved to see, Tar- like, Tarantino got two Oscars for this movie out of this whole award sem- I mean, I just feel like Hollywood has a thing against Tarantino. He just doesn't rub people the right way. Um, yeah,
0: I could I could see that. So he
1: tends to not do well in the awards. He's won two Oscars in the past, and they were both for writing. But
0: but I feel like he his movies are the definition of cult classics.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, not I mean his his latest uh, maybe early in his career, but I I would say like Inglorious Bastards was a pretty big movie.
0: That's true. You know,
1: Hateful Eight wasn't, but Django was. I mean, his you know these these past ones have been really big. But yeah. Well, I think so. I
0: think it's because they're they're riding the. The reputation of the cult classics, and now it's cult classic director Quentin Tarantino is now putting out a new movie, so it's going to be good again, so people are just kind of hopping on that bandwagon there. Yeah. Um,
1: then animated feature Don't film. Don't fucking, god damn it, this fucking, god damn it.
0: I, wow. God damn it. I'm personally wow. kind of pissed they gave it to Toy Story. God, I
1: knew it, that and, and like I should have out. picked it. I was so pissed. I got both of the fucking animated ones. God damn it. I feel like every time there's a Pixar movie and it wins. Every fucking time. Because that's all they got going for. Oh, it should have been Klaus. That's yeah. (laughs) Like Oh, I just wanna I just wanna retcon something I said last time when I I ripped apart missing link and said it was a piece of garbage.
0: You did say that.
1: Yep. (laughs) A Um, lot. I was thinking about the wrong movie.
0: Oh. (laughs) What movie were you thinking of? Abominable. Uh, (laughs) what the the frickin' Yeti? Isn't that the one LeBron James was in? Yeah. This one wow. has this one has Hugh Jackman, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, so I have Zach not seen. I have
1: not seen Missing Link.
0: Emma Thompson, Stephen Fry, Timothy yeah. Oliphant, Matt Lucas, who looks like an adult baby. Yeah. So, anywho, <laughs> this
1: this fucking I couldn't. As soon as it got mentioned, I was like, it's gonna go to Toy Story.
0: it's gonna go to. It's always. It's just always gonna fuck go to Pixar. I feel like it. I feel like I've heard it didn't it didn't sound like it was reviewed all that great, but it was reviewed Toy, well it's enough. It's just another. Toy Story. That's movie. kind of the general feeling like, I'm getting from it because I heard it came out like yay, and then nothing. Right, Animated like, feature did, nothing should be different. should
1: be people trying to push the limit on the animation, different styles, different storytelling techniques, different way to do it, and and all the other ones.
0: Oh shit! I lost my body. Looks really well. Cool. I lost
1: my body. Klaus in The Missing Link really worked on that different style of. of those animation.
0: were of the list. You could say those were the new. Uh, animation films out there. they're not copying off of something else. How to Train Your right, Dragon. They've done sequels. two other movies. Yeah, right. So yeah, that was dumb. I just remember seeing clips of Klaus and somebody was watching it. I just looked at it and go, is Santa strapped? Like, <laughs> <laughs> man has weapons and he's nineteen feet tall. Well, yep. he's Santa.
1: Oh, okay. So anyways, part of my outburst, but it made me very angry.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's crap. I don't. I don't like. I stop. agree with you. I mean, it shouldn't. Toy Story. <sighs> It's just another Toy Story movie. Yeah, there's didn't, no reason. Didn't for it to really, get didn't an really Oscar. push the envelope for me. I feel like they just um. threw guests and new people in there just to try to like. It it jumped the shark a while ago. I feel like no one really cares, but they'll watch because it's Toy Story. Right. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Give it to some other people who keep pu- who who will they have then... new ideas. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't like, want to watch another Toy Story movie. I want to watch something new, like Klaus, or anything else, like. Oh, there's a few missing on here, but
1: few categories. What oh, kind categories? There my, there's a third column.
0: Oh, yeah. snap! Sorry. Great, that's my bad. Uh, cinematography. If, if, given the what three takes,
1: nineteen seventeen, it was hands officially
0: one, but yeah. yeah, the one one take three
1: cuts should have been
0: yeah, yep. three, yeah, that's what it was. Ultimately,
1: this movie did not walk away with a whole lot out, outside, which of, like, is surprising. The technical
0: awards because the movie is incredibly done cinematography wise.
1: Yeah yeah so it won that should have
0: won yeah and i feel like uh, with with how much they put behind it it seems like it deserves and earned all of the technical bits yep sure did um i feel like it was competing against a lot of things in a lot of other places um because what best picture solid solid options directing Yeah, uh, yeah probably should have snagged that but it's I interesting mean, at the same time though what the director have to do was one take what right. the, a lot. Well, that's fair. I mean, one take for you know two hours—that's difficult to do. A lot. But yeah. <laughs> um. It's weird. There are no uh, no acting nods for 1917. It wasn't an acting movie. It was a war story. That's the most pretentious sentence I've ever. Heard. <laughs> it's not an acting movie. I mean, the, they're running. The, that's all they're the doing. Kid that,
1: the kid that played the lead did a spectacular job, but again, it wasn't a lot of. It wasn't a heavy acting piece. It was just them running through muck and dead people and, and trying to get to the other side. Like so.
0: Leo DiCaprio in The Revenant. Yeah. Except there were much less There bears. was no bear rape. Hmm. Why not? I don't know. Where's that category of the Oscars? Um, Best man raped by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, he already got an Oscar. So. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. The bear didn't yet, though, so. Right. Well, mm-hmm. We're holding out for next year. Costume design. Yeah, think, yeah, pretty standard. Little Women.
1: That's the only Oscar it got. Um, Why was the
0: Irishman up for costume design? Did they even have because it was, it was? I
1: mean, it was a period piece covering you know forty, fifty years. So they they did, did a lot of they went through a lot of
0: decades. That's why I forgot so. they did go through a handful. Yeah. of right. uh, But it was a Little Women's to
1: lose, break. and I think it you know it or deserved it.
0: Yeah, I feel like costume design didn't didn't need much for the Joker. No, I don't. Jojo Rabbit, all right, yeah, I could I could see that. Once upon a time in Hollywood. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I. It just doesn't seem like...
1: No, uh, if you do a period piece really well, it's generally a shoe in
0: Which, all right. Man, start... The, the the category that I... The only one <laughs> I took a swing at. You were betting hard. Uh, I was unfortunately wrong. The Cave did not win. I, what did you say for... The documentary you did, you did pick the a edge bone. of democracy, okay. Yeah, all right, because
1: it was I wanted the key. I like to think win. edge of democracy came in second place, so I mean, really, they don't announce there them, is no second
0: place, you don't get to say that. Technically, <laughs> technically,
1: it's tied for second place with the other three,
0: that just means it's tied <laughs> for last. So, right. you, and I, you and I did the same amount of effort on that. <laughs> so, yes, it was, yes,
1: we did not do any, any real good work. So, it was American Factory that won. Yep.
0: Do you think it should have won? Don't know. He didn't watch any of them, didn't he? Admit no, Edge of
1: Democracy was the only one that I... Oh, oh, wait, no. The... You're right. Uh, the short ones, I'd only seen one. But yeah, I hadn't seen any of these. It's just a straight guess. Yeah. Because I don't watch the documentary
0: features. Oh, good. And you hadn't seen any of them either, so it was a fair shot across the board. Yep. Well, then, because he's like, I think, I think that uh, the Democracy one's going to win. I'm like, I think the Cave's going to win. And he pulled up a list going, oh, we're probably both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, because it was American Factory. It was favored to win. Was. Sure yep. was. Film editing.
1: Ford that versus Ferrari
0: that, one, that was yeah. Ford versus Ferrari congratulations mm. motherfuckers wait was it wait a minute film editing yes what, did it win yes yeah. I thought it was I'm, sound editing no, no it's, well, it might have done sound that next too thing. but I know for a fact it won film editing I'm looking at it I, I am too
1: I think I picked Parasite
0: that sounds like something you might do yeah that sounds either like... way I was wrong so good yes, for them it's true you were let's go to the next one <laughs> you don't want to talk about no, nope, I don't. No, I don't okay. want to talk about it. I'm right. Who won that race? Ford. Ah. They both exploded like a rock. <laughs> um, I did not actually anticipate what? that exploded <laughs> like a rock. I'm pretty sure it's not Ford, but that's whatever. Chevy. Uh, oh, international feature film. Yep. I feel like Parasite. Having it go to anything other than Parasite. <laughs> that's gonna be a <laughs> been. kick in the dick. Yep. <laughs> Or just the, the confusion for
1: whoever did win that one. Like, wait, <laughs> uh, hold on. Well, it would have seemed odd for it to win Best Picture without winning Best Foreign Film. And I thought it was going to win both. But part of me was like, okay, it won Foreign Film. Now there's a cop-out if they don't want to give it Best Picture. At least they gave it Best Foreign Film and it won the Palme d'Or. And I want to know how many films have won the Palme d'Or and then won Best Picture because there's probably not many.
0: But and We could probably Google that. Yeah, but
1: so Parasite won the Palme d'Or and... Um, and then yep. won Best Picture and Best International Film. So,
0: anyhow, uh, for the record, I do not know how to spell palm door. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: figured it out. P uh, a l m e d apostrophe o r.
0: I was close. Mm. Were you not? I uh, not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> That's French. I've noticed. <laughs> it uh, sounds pretty French.
1: <laughs> I'm not to
0: brag, but I can identify. <laughs> Did you spell French. it "palm"
1: like "palm of your hand" and "doors" if you go through a door?
0: I mean, that's how I was thinking it needed to be spelled. No, I, I probably would have gotten there. I didn't quite know how to spell door. I spelled palm. What? <laughs> would, it, uh, would it help if I went palm door? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. I, uh, <laughs> actually, now, now I've forgotten how to spell it. Um, but now, I tried spelling palm, P-O-M-M-E. So, like, back in 94, <laughs>
1: Pulp Fiction won Palm Door and then was up for Best Picture and didn't win it. So, it's close.
0: That's what I was going to say. Um, makeup and hairstyling. Called
1: it. I bombshell. Kind of got <laughs> one
0: right. <laughs> technically, <laughs> did you bombshell? Because mm-hmm. they they were all spot on. Yep. With how they look, Margot Robbie and the other two. Yeah, predictable. <laughs> so that one
1: again. Like I said, this whole f- fucking award ceremony was boring and predictable.
0: Um, and then I, that's when I found out they had a new Maleficent movie. Yep. Which this list I'm looking at of like the nominations and the winners has the Rotten Tomatoes score underneath it.
1: You would I cannot <laughs> believe you missed you didn't watch Randy Newman's performance at the Oscars.
0: Did he really perform in the Oscars? Sure did he did. really? My <laughs> <God>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I need to watch that. Yeah, now.
1: please do. He's on a piano and he's got like Toy Story clouds flying by him. Oh, and... God. Did, he, did he
0: perform You Got a Friend in Me? No. Oh, uh, that would have been even better. <laughs> I, I would have left and go listen to that right now. No,
1: he performed I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away. It's the Oscar nominated song he had from Toy Story 4. Uh, I can't let you. <laughs> I can't let you. I can't let you. Throw yourself away. I can't let you.
0: Greg, you're oh, so good I at that. I like how the shoulders started, because it has to happen. Deep, deep, deep. Now, the interesting part of note here is almost all of these movies basically got a pretty solid score in Rotten Tomatoes, and take Rotten Tomatoes how you will. Um, but most of them are at least mid-80s, high 90%. Yep. Uh, Joker is 68%. With
1: the exception of? Maleficent. Yep. Which
0: is 40 Damn. <laughs> people it's, love that. It's just bad. Like I am pretty sure people thought the first one was pretty good, but like nothing crazy. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, did anyone want a second one? No. No, I like, didn't need a second one. It was There wasn't a second freaking uh what was it? Uh <sighs> wow, Sleeping Beauty. There we go. Thank you. You're <laughs> you're there wasn't a second Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> not going to lie to you. I didn't even realize it was involved with Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Let's move on, please. You're, you're, this is about. this
1: is upsetting. You not know what story Maleficent is from?
0: Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I mean the door is right there. That's true. Um so best
1: original score from music. Yeah. Um pretty straightforward. Like I said last week, I want like the nostalgic nod to John Williams, but Hilda Goodnutz de dear was the favorite and one.
0: Can you spell that? G U Don't. I mean you don't have to, but G
1: U N Nope. D what? Nope. (laughs) G u d n u d. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not sure
0: what that third letter is. Yeah, it's a it's a thing.
1: (laughs) Anyways, it's squiggles. She had a great speech too. She had a phenomenal speech. Um, Great score. Go them.
0: I'm a little upset in none of the Newmans won. There were two Newmans up for the.
1: Thomas Newman has been nominated a lot, and I don't know if he's won.
0: How pissed would you have been if Randy Newman won?
1: (laughs) Um, I would have loved his acceptance speech
0: what would that have sounded like oh i can't let you i can't let you i can't let you throw yourself away. Okay. Uh, another uh so second the the second worst movie so far on the list was actually nominated in this bunch of uh, rise of skywalker rise of skywalker
1: <laughs> yeah at a 52 percent yeah piece of shit so that was Piece for origin- of garbage.
0: So that was for original score, yep. and then for the original song.
1: Oh, so stupid! This seems like a so fucking stupid. Gimme. No, it should. Well, have, it was should have gone to stand up from the Harry Tubman movie. It 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 was. No, I mean what, sweeping the award season out of fucking nowhere. They gave it to Elton John.
0: Well, that's why I say when I say it's a gimme, I mean this seems like. Oh, so it was Toy Story Four Breakthrough frozen Two, rocket man and Harriet rocket man's about Elton John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems a little fucking on the nose.
1: Yeah. And he and Bernie wrote a song for it and it was nice to see them, you know, get the Oscar. I mean, Elton's one before, um, cause he won for a uh, little, uh, Lion King. Right. Um, but no, it just—it was just out of nowhere. This was the—this was unfortunately this is the biggest fucking surprise of the Oscars is original song. Like that's the biggest surprise. Whether, however, you look at best picture, ever you should have known Parasite was going to win. But original song, stand up had been sweeping everything and was a great song and it was performed at the Oscars and it was excellent. And Cynthia Erivo both acted in it as Harriet Tubman and sang the song. And Rocket Man coming out of nowhere, I was like, what the fuck is this? But again, it's original song, so who gives a shit?
0: That's the spirit, uh, <laughs> man. We're a little, little, uh, little deep into the Oscar thing to start throwing the who start gives throwing a shit the around. Who gives a shit? Uh, it's episode number two. It's right? just, it was so boring. It's just the Oscars are so boring this year. But like we're here to spice it up. I mean, the spice we're putting on it is flour, but it's still we're still God. spicing it up. Um, production design.
1: So production design. I, I thought it was going to go to uh, Once Upon a Time in in. Hollywood, and it did so.
0: <laughs> it seems like a it seems easy to have a production like to have the design be a soundstage. It was more than just a soundstage, fool. All they right. got they got the complete was essence it?
1: of Hollywood during that time period. Yeah,
0: I didn't watch the, the movie, The clothing, so. the cars,
1: every car that drove by, that function that they got from that time period. They everything
0: just found them stolen. So them from production people. design
1: for me again is one of my favorite categories, just right. because it's all about world building. And I just blows my mind how they rebuild some of these things on on screen. You know, like 1917, this war-torn, you know, northern France, just bodies everywhere and torn up ground and all these bunkers and and, um, and these lines that they built. You know, the Irishman covering, you know, half a century, Jojo Rabbit encapsulating, you know, war-torn World War II Germany once upon a time in Hollywood, Hollywood at that time. Um, Parasite. Parasite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so many, a modern? So thing. many good things to say, and then <laughs> Parasite. I mean, Parasite captured soul
1: modern day. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know where the production design comes into that, but again, I don't get paid to
0: make those decisions, so. so uh, that's true. I mean. So, anyway, again, anyways,
1: congratulations for Quentin. He did, actually didn't win the Oscar for that one. Somebody else did, but.
0: Oh, we get to go to Greg's favorite. Yay! Sound editing. Go, Greg. <sighs> hey, what Hold on. Greg, Orion, are you looking at the list of who won? Uh, not yet. Cool. Don't touch it. Okay. Who do you think won sound editing? I don't know who was nominated. Okay. I'll give you the nominations. <laughs> okay. 1917. Okay. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. All right. Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Joker. Yeah. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Keep in mind, I've only seen one of those. 1917
1: was nominated for sound editing.
0: Ooh, what? You look dumb right now. Greg, you've been wrong already.
1: <laughs> not on my list.
0: Oh, do we have mi-
1: wrong lists? I have Ford versus Ferrari, Joker. Yeah. Oh, they put Joker twice in here. This is a mistake. Oh, so your list is wrong.
0: Hey, Greg, why don't you stop fucking correcting? Anyways,
1: <laughs> you're right because I remember I picked 1917. So, anyways, so I'm Ryan, just,
0: who do you think won best sound editing? I'm curious based on the reactions I had. Rise of Skywalker. Close. You're on the right. You're on the right thought process. Just, just, can I just fucking do this, please? I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah,
1: go ahead. <laughs> I'm sick of talking about this movie. Yep. Anywho. Ford versus Ferrari, one versus oh, for sound editing. <laughs> I'll talk about, okay, so I'll talk about sound editing and sound mixing as as a New Hampshire theater award-winning sound designer,
0: I will talk about sound. throwing the accolades around. Sound, sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, go, just go, go ahead, go.
1: The sound my mother made when I told her I was a theater major. Huh, um, just constantly. So looking at sound editing and sound mixing, I picked 1917 for both, and you may be asking, What's the difference between sound editing and sound mixing? Hey, I Greg, wasn't
0: What's the difference between sound editing and sound mixing, you pretentious fuck?
1: Thanks, Tyler from the past. It, it was uh, so sound editing is the actual placement of the sound within the movie, the actual lining up of it. So if a car zooms by, it's the placing of a sound so that it z- sounds like it's zooming by and not just like existing over here. Sound mixing is taking all of that sound effects and the dialogue and the music and mushing it together and leveling it so that it sounds proper and appropriate. Mm. Okay, All so right. I think
0: that's good. It's a big thing.
1: Now, if I remember, I thought sound mixing went to went, uh, went to Ford versus Ferrari. It was sound editing sound editing? Okay, so looking at Ford versus Ferrari, I agree with the sound editing. Because it was actually, from a sound perspective, really well done. The way that they did the Le Mans stuff, um, the way that they did the racing stuff and the preparation for it in the building and that kind of thing. I think the placement of all that was really well done when he's inside the car. Um, I actually would have given it more of the nod in sound mixing, but...
0: Um, I can see how that would be difficult to balance such loud things i mean it's a racetrack right the cars they're not quiet the atmosphere there the crowd the people you're actually trying to pay attention to yep i could totally see how that would be up for so i
1: I think it definitely deserved sound editing sound mixing went to 1917 which uh, i thought was spectacular um sound was a whole big part of that movie because there wasn't a ton of dialogue
0: wasn't an acting movie Right. It wasn't an acting movie. Right. Um, it was a running movie. <laughs> it's <with with> music.
1: <laughs> hey, he encounters other people throughout the movie. And later shoots them. So. Doesn't <laughs>
0: talk to them. Shoots Some, them. That's a, that's Some of them. That's uh, <laughs> an um, interesting thing. He encounters other people. But just just
1: <laughs> the the practical effects, the sound effects, the 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 sort of aura of tension that they build with it, um, the way that they sort of encapsulate you. For the first hour of the movie, you're just following two people around, and you're still just like, oh, my God, what the is going to happen? Um so, yeah, so I think I think both of those were deserving as much as, like, I hate to admit it for Ford versus Ferrari, but <laughs> good job, I guess. Who would Plant. you have
0: liked to have seen that go to? I would like to see it go to 1917. For both of them? Yep. I mean, that would have been I've, fair. But. I feel like it's such a fine line between the two.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, a lot of, you know, placement of sound and finding the right effects and all that kind of stuff. Because um, from, a, from a sound And then mixing them all together.
0: They're both...
1: But the sound editor is not dealing with dialogue. It's mostly dealing with the environmental and effects sounds, which is why I think Rise of Skywalker might have been a candidate, too. Because if you think about all the sounds they had to generate for things that don't exist on planets that don't exist, you know, was 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 really well done. The Foley work there. It's the only credit I will give Rise of Skywalker.
0: Foley artists are underpaid. Now, well, so you say it's the only credit you'll give Rise of Skywalker, but I feel like it deserves a nod in this next category for visual effects. I feel like love or hate Star Wars, you can't deny the visuals they pull off in those movies.
1: No, nor the impact on the industry because industrial light and magic is the...
0: Gold standard.
1: Yeah, and it is the mm-hmm. one... Group you can tie back a lot of these modern visual effects people back to. If you look at the way to Workshop that worked on Lord of the Rings, they can t- you can tie their influence directly back to Industrial Light and Magic. Um, so I think a lot of that is overlooked, especially in an era where where special effects are so dominant. Star Wars is still head and shoulders above many of them,
0: uh, hands down. Oh yeah, without With a the doubt. exception
1: of and just because they're both Disney now, Marvel. You know, like yeah, what Endgame true. did was really impressive.
0: It's fantastic. Right, I mean. A lot of the Marvel yep. stuff has been Endgame, outrageous. Endgame was... it.
1: So here's, here's the thing, is that when I look at visual effects, and I, I was torn, because I look at visual effects as a battle in this one between CGI and practical, where Avengers yep. Endgame, Lion King, Rise of Skywalker, pretty much primarily green screen movies with effects.
0: CGI and all that stuff.
1: The Irishman... It's getting nominated for visual effects because of what it did with their great de-aging of the actors.
0: Which, if I recall correctly, you said it was terrible. Garbage. He did say that like Especially in the clip
1: that they showed from The Irishman. I'm like, like (laughs) Al Pacino just slightly moves and his face finally catches up. And you're just like, come on. (laughs) Come
0: on. Really? You didn't even do a good job.
1: But So 1917, and I picked them for this, won this one despite having zero CGI, well, at least from what you can tell effects, but the practical effects, like as, as they're walking in the beginning and it just pans and all of a sudden these like bloated bodies come into view and he's in there, he's in a river and there's like a, 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 a series of bloated bodies floating and caught against a, a, a tree that he's climbing on to get over into and onto land. Um, and you know, with the explosion and the fight and the fighting, like the, just the, the way they did that, you know, And I'm sure there was some CGI with with the the airplanes. I don't don't know if the airplane fight was um, practical or not. But I think, you know, from a person who loves practical stuff, who loves Foley, who loves practical visual effects, I think that that was a good win.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I feel like Star Wars does a a solid mix, at least I know they have in the past, of... CGI and practical. They do. I feel like they still do a lot of practical effects for them.
1: Yeah, they do. They they, they especially love when it comes to things like their robots, like BB Eight, you know, being practical, and a lot of their droids being practical, um, and a lot of their you know costumes, and if, even going back to the prequels where he was just binging on CGI, but you still have the Trade Federation heads, you know, were were in costumes and that kind of thing. So they do a really nice balance.
0: The yeah, I think. And we just need to give a shout out to the Disney engineers, because Jesus Christ, are they good at what they do? Oh, yeah. Like, I think, I'm not sure what team threw together the BB-8, but they had to develop a whole new thing to get that sort of robot to even exist. Yeah. Um, and they nailed it. Which is absurd. I mean, it's it's incredible what will happen if you can throw impossible amounts of money at things.
1: Yeah, yeah true. And I, I think you'll still see that. Hollywood is still reluctant to fully embrace a lot of the CGI thing because they feel like it's putting a lot of people out of work and and that kind of thing. So I mean, yes and no. It, but... I it be I'd be interested to see if nineteen seventeen wasn't on that list. Who would win? Probably the Irishman, because again, Hollywood will choose the least <laughs> fully CGI choice when it comes to that. That's, that's so
0: bad. <laughs> that's fair. The I mean, I yeah, I I respect the hell out of these these choices. Um, End game. Endgame was just visually amazing. Yeah. It was mind blowing. It, it it was, it was nuts, and I mean, just it, it was nuts based off of the, the the visuals for the Doctor Strange bits alone. Yeah, the visuals that Doctor <laughs> Strange great. has to pull <laughs> off are nuts. Um, I mean, but, Rise of Skywalker <clears throat> too, though. I mean the visuals. Oh yeah, were no, they're, they're they're fucking outrageous. They're all really solid. And I remember when Lion, this Lion King was announced. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's gonna be a live action." We're like, "Nope, um, <laughs> lions how, don't talk in real life. How is that gonna work?" And like, "Oh, it's just CGI. Like, that's not. That's the opposite and of what you that's said. That's a CGI action film. That's not a live action film. Right? But they kept they advertised it for years. So we're gonna As a live, live action, action. Gonna, remake. Like, yeah. Like, like, no, you're not. <laughs> um, for the sake of time, I think we're going to we're gonna just. <laughs> Fuck y'all with the short movies. We're just going to skip those three. because Y'all we... don't even matter. Yeah, I'll crush them
1: real quick. I thought Pitbull should have won animated short. I think Hair Love was really, really, really good about a single father raising his daughter. Uh, African-American. It's normalizing hair. That kind of thing.
0: Fuck what I said. Uh, documentary <laughs> short. Uh, the girl <laughs> skateboarding you, was
1: awesome. Live action short. Neighbor's Window was the only one I saw. And it won. <laughs> so I was really happy.
0: Look at you. You know how to pick them, Greg. That's the end. Perfect. All right. Well, any uh, any any parting thoughts? for the uh, the folks because they probably won't see you for a little while at least not uh, not on who wants bananas
1: uh, no thanks for having me on um, I encourage everyone to go watch these movies because
0: all of them all of them there's like 30. Every single well, one. I will. Today. I will say,
1: and I won't politicize it, but I say in this climate, we need more movies more than ever to kind of allow us to escape sort of the garbage that's going on all around us. And so, so don't
0: go watch Queen and Slim, because that's about the garbage that's all around <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, and don't apparently go watch Queen Parasite. and
1: Slim. Yeah, and don't watch Parasite. I mean, that's heavy. I mean, Marriage Story is heavy, but I mean, yeah, so don't watch the ones that make you still remember that you're in this garbage.
0: Go watch the happy one, like Jojo <laughs> Rabbit with Taika Waititi as Hitler.
1: Yeah. Imaginary <laughs> Hitler.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> Ryan, any parting thoughts for. Yeah. Greg, thanks for coming down. Thanks for having me. Don't. Tyler? Don't. Patriot, don't. don't, don't. I, you know. Ryan, right, go watch. I'll be impressed if you watch. I'm like, not gonna. Two of these movies. <laughs> I've this- already seen two of them. Yeah, he's two more. He's, he's seen Star Wars and Endgame. <laughs> two more. He's right. This year. <laughs> Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ten months. For yeah, Oscar movies. season's not
1: kicking until October, so you have plenty got, of time to I've catch one this I've year. I've got time.
0: All right, I, I'm not going to, but I've got time. Well, I was just saying we're <laughs> we're gonna isolate that clip and play it in October and just stare at you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well,
1: if you want to uh, make everybody on game night uncomfortable, we'll just play Parasite in the background.
0: No. All right. Especially
1: because I mean, it's in Korean, so nobody can even watch it; they just have to hear
0: it. You just made that worse. I know. I, I do. Mean, I'm gonna do that. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> well, everybody, you've done it. You've gotten to this point, and you've sat through some of the longest episodes we've had in a hot, hot minute. In Media Month, we covered the episode one and two of the Oscars. We- had the recap we had the, the guessing of the picks uh, my one pick i'm oh for one not great greg went 18 for six and ryan now knows what movies are so if you <laughs> want to keep up with us a little bit more you can go to who wants uh, twitter facebook instagram and youtube there you can also find our handy dandy store that merch, as the kids probably say in this day and age, it'll help support the podcast directly, and if you want to air your grievances in our direction, you can either call or text at 978-272-9713, that's right, if you'd like to either send words our direction or talk at us for an extended period of time or however long the voicemail will let you, call us at 978-272-9713, open that mouth, bitch.